What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. All right. Last week, we talked about dealing with the flesh. Today, I would like to talk about identifying the flesh, identifying it. Um, sent out really just a little question. Uh, Galatians 5 just talked about if you walk after the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of your flesh. And my question was, what is the flesh, right? What is it? Because I know you look at it and first thing comes to your mind, you think your body. You think like it's your body, right? But well, is it, right? Is it your body? I, I, I mean, I'm asking. What did you ask? So Galatians five talks about. I can't remember the exact scripture, but I'm going to go with this one. Except for the flesh. Oh, here, here we go. I think it's 16. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So the question is, what is this flesh that he's talking about fulfilling the lust of or gratifying the desires of? It says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So today I want to talk about identifying the flesh. So what is the flesh? <laughs> Nobody um, got. I take. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, I took it more as not the flesh like my skin, but the mm-hmm. flesh like my feeling, how I feel about situations, and how I feel. Maybe I might feel like I was done wrong in a situation, mm-hmm. and then I'll get, I'll get angry and try to get my point across and try to make it like I'm right. You know what I'm saying? And I have to give up trying to make it like I'm right and just know that if it's God, it's good. And and I have to let my flesh go. I have to let that bad feeling of I need to do something to make it right, I need to let that go. Hmm. It's almost like your own personal um, uh, uh, desire or vendetta or uh, character. Satisfaction. Or satisfaction, yeah. I like that. It's personal. Your person, the the things that makes you you, because your body doesn't make right. you you. It's only attached to you. But that's good. I like that. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anybody else? Nope. Nobody else. Nobody else wants to talk. That's cool. That's all good. So so so, Galatians five. It says. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill or you will not gratify the desires of your flesh. So so when you think of it as it was just pointed out, when you think of it as a personal satisfaction, you're looking at this uh like uh what you call it, like like I like to say attributes of your person. Right? You have all of these attributes that you're that, that is identified to your particular person. Uh, and we all have certain things that makes us us, right? Because you know, if you look at every individual person, there will be certain things about this person that distinguishes them from you, regardless of how we look on the outside. I mean, we all have some characteristics that we can all relate to that we may all have in common or we may not. 
you know, some people may have a problem with their mouth. <laughs> they talk too much. It ain't by the fact they just say stuff that's bad or good. They just talk too much. And then some people may have a problem with talking because they shy, right? And this is all a characteristic. The shyness would be the character trait. And then the other person, could, I'm not saying this is the other person, but it could be potentially that they like to be heard. They had a problem with being heard, so they just talk a lot just so they could be heard. And, and, and what would you call that? I mean, I don't know. Uh, they, they, you know, they boastful, I don't know, um, uh, want to be in the, the forefront, want to be seen, uh, people pleasers, I don't know, I don't know, I can't put a characteristic on it, but it'd be just a bunch of stuff we can fit it into, but the point is this, it's some unique identification that fits you, you personally, right, and then he says, walk after the spirit so you won't be fulfilled the gratifications of this personal uh, uh this personal character that you want to walk in. That makes sense? No? Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. It, it's okay. It's okay. Yes, Just, it makes sense. No, no, it's you okay. You No, it's good. It's good. No, it's okay. cool. Everybody put themselves on mute because I'm just going to be talking today. That's fine. I prepared <laughs> myself to just talk. Okay? I did. So y'all get on the train because we're about to go for a ride. Okay? Amen. Well, talk amen. On. <laughs> amen. Amen. I will. I will talk on. So I'm going to go to Genesis chapter 1. And I want to bring out a few things. Do I want to go there first? It don't matter. We're going there. I'm already here now. So Genesis chapter 1, and I want you to look at some stuff with me as I look at it too. Uh, one Chapter 1, verse 11, and I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says, Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass and the herb that yields seed and the fruit uh, tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in it itself on the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. All right? Passed on through that one, right? So then I go to the end of this chapter, right? And then it says, I'm going to go to 31. I'm going to skip all the other stuff he created that he saw, because he said it quite a few times. Or he looked down, he saw, and it was good. And then I want you to look at this. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. And all right, so do you want to keep something in your mind, keep this in your mind. He saw and it was good. He saw, and it was good. He saw, like he, he actually saw it, like with his eyes. He looked down, he saw, and it was good. It looked good to him. In other words, he was pleased with what he saw. All right, we got that? All right, good, good. Glad we got that. Glad we're on the same page. Now we'll go to chapter two. And where is it at? I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. It's okay. I'm going to find it, find it. Where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? All right, that ain't it. Uh, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to pick the spot, and I'm just going to start reading since I can't find it. All right, so we're going to start at verse 4. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens before any plant of the field 
was in the earth and before any herb of the field had grown. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and was and water the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into the nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. <clears throat> the Lord God planted a garden eastward in the Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. There it is. See, all I have to do is just read. Look at that one more time. He made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and is good for food. Notice also, the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right? Life, knowledge, life, knowledge. All right, we got that. Let's go to three. Chapter three. Chapter three. And then we're going to start talking. Well, then I'm going to start talking. Um, so, I'm going to start at verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, We may not eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman, like if you were going to like mark something, mark this, this mark this right here, because this is interesting. Uh, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Right? All right. That was it. And then I'm got one more. I got one more. Just one more. I saw. I said I did, but I do. I got one more. Uh, all right. 22. Then the Lord said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord sent him out of the Garden of Eden till, to till the ground from which he was taken. Bam. That's it. Right. All right. few things, few things, few things. Well, more than a few. But one in particular, I pointed out earlier in one and in two, something that God did and from the creation of what he did, he acknowledged what he saw was pleasant to his eyes. Now, remember I told you that? It was pleasing to him. He looked down, he saw, and it was pleasing to him, right? Then in chapter 2, he reiterated, the writer did, of what God did. He made things or created things that were pleasant to his eyes or pleasant to our eyes. And then, then another thing, he made things that were good for food, right? Not everything was good for food, but he made things that were good for food. And then the last thing, the tree of knowledge, it would make you wise, right? He did that. He did that. God did that. All right, now that's out of the way. If you go back to chapter 3, what did Eve see? The one I said, if you, put your, if you, if you marked it, what did Eve see? 
Eve saw this. Eve saw a tree that was good for food. She saw a tree that was pleasant to her eyes. And she saw a tree that would make her wise. Everything that she saw, God created it to be that. All right, now everybody's in suspense. Corey, what in the world are you talking about? Why are you making a point about all of this? All I'm saying is this. A lot of your natural desires stimulate from God. God put them there. Ding, 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 ding. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to say, but I wanted to show it to you first. Show it to you. They see it. Now, now you get it. A lot of your natural desires come from God, even, even desires that you may not think are natural, like getting angry about somebody doing something crazy. That's natural. That's a natural desire. That's a natural desire. Let me give you another one. God gets angry. It says God gets angry. He was angry. There's many scriptures where God was angry with something, about something that somebody did that, was, that he looked at and said was dumb. But if God looks at it and says dumb, you know, he might not use that actual term. But I'm just using it. I'm paraphrasing it. Um, when God says and looks at it to be dumb, then it's actually that. It may not actually be that for us, but it's actually that with God. All right? I'll give you another one. I guess God says over in Exodus, um, I think it's 34, 14, but it's in 34 chapter, uh, it says, do not worship any other gods for the God whom the created you is jealous. Matter of fact, it says his name is jealous. So, so, so you know, if you've got a nature of that thing you that, that's jealous, that's a jealous nature, well, guess what? Well, your God does too. He's a jealous God. Right, but the difference is his jealousy is righteous because there's no other God. So, so when it comes to you, you think you're like, well, I'm jealous because you know I'm this person, and then so my spouse ain't supposed to have no other person before me, right? So I get jealous when they put another person before you. Well, technically, um, they could put other people before you. Technically, um, what they're not supposed to do. <laughs> I know everybody like what. Yeah, they can. They can put other people before you because nobody, God never told us to put people in a category to where we worship with them anyway. So what ends up happening is we're putting people before God. Or in other words, I don't have a, a righteous beef to be jealous if somebody that I say is mine is looking at somebody else. I don't have a right to be jealous in that case. In other words, that's all I'm saying. Right. But the, but the, 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 the but the desire is natural. It is a natural desire, right? That's so the flesh. That, go ahead. That desire is the flesh. Yes, but God put it there. It came directly from God. I just showed it to you. And I could go to that scripture by him being jealous, and then you're like, well, hold on. Well, he's jealous, but they don't know. He said you were made in his image, Right? I can go to that scripture too, but everybody should know that from that scripture. God made us in his image. So all of his characteristics we have, right, in, in our person, because it's not our physical body that's the flesh. It is this person that's attached to this earth that God created that we call the flesh, right? So, 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 because if I'm in a heavenly realm, then, you know, it's, Everything is God, right? But on the earth, it's 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 everything is God in theory, <laughs> but in 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 my natural sense, everything is about me, 
right? Because when it's time for me to go to sleep, I got to go to sleep. When it's time for me to eat, I got to eat. When it's time for me to go and do everything that I need to do on this earth for me, that's what I'm going to do, right? And, 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 and how I live is it's me. But in theory, I say, oh, but I'm doing it for God. I mean, in actuality, you're not, right? You're not. But, 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 so, so, that brings about what? It brings about a chaotic state. Why? Why? Because if you go back to Galatians, this is what it says. Go back and go back to Galatians. Go back to Galatians. Which I'm going to say it, but I'm going to read it. It says, the flesh is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit is contrary to the flesh, to the, to the point where they can't follow each other. Right? And I know I just paraphrased that. Everybody remember reading that? No? Right, right. So I'm going to read it again, though. I'm going to read it again, just in case somebody forgot. Uh, so it says in, in New King James Version, it says, The flesh, for the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. 18, but if you're led by the spirit, you are not under the law, right? So he's talking about a governing of following a bunch of rules that God lays out for you versus following the spirit and just following his direction. All right, we're going to get to that spirit thing. We're going to get to it, but right now we're talking about this flesh thing because he just said something, and I just said something. He just said the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, but I just said, and I just showed you, that a lot of your natural desires came from God. Then what's the problem? If all of these desires came from God, what's the problem with me doing them? Right? Well, I also read to you that Eve said through Eve that God said don't eat of that tree. Right? He said don't eat of that tree. Which one? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. He said don't eat of it. She added and said, he said don't touch it. I mean, well, if if you can't eat it, then you might as well not touch it. <laughs> Whether you told her that or not, you might as well not. I can't eat it. Why am I over here touching on it? Matter of fact, why am I even looking at it? It's, you know what I mean? I'm not even going to pass by the thing. Well, the tree of life is also next to it. When you can take an alternate route to get to the tree of life, you don't have to just pass by the tree of knowledge of good and evil to get to the tree of life. But you just want to look at it. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. But do you get the problem? You see the problem? You see why there's this conflict? You don't? Okay, that's fine. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. This is, this, is the, this is the dilemma. We have this personal agenda or vendetta or, or, or even these personal aspirations to get and do things that God has given us a desire to do when we want to. When we want to. See, see we have this biological clock right it's natural just like there's a natural time realistically there's a realistically realistic natural time for our bodies to want to mate it's just natural it's, it's natural god put it there and, and your body may want to mate and then you have people that it's natural like a natural season and trust me they ain't every day it's not but it's, it's just a natural season for our bodies to want to mate but then you have people that has made it feel like, hey, I know what it feels like, so I just want to make whatever I want to make. You know what I mean? It's so, so, so what does that say? That says you, based on your knowledge of mating, have decided to do it whenever you want to do it. 
even if you don't really want to do it, you're going to do it just because you have the, uh, what would you call it, just because the opportunity is there for you to do it, you're going to do it. And who's going to stop you? I heard somebody say the other day that uh, it's 2018, right? Ain't nobody got to be married to mate anymore. And then they went on to say, well, they was actually doing it before 2018, so this ain't nothing new. But now mating is just so watered down, it don't even matter, right? This is what we do, right? So, so when you look at that mindset, what does that say? It says, I have taken, taken something that God gave me natural, and I have made myself God over what God has given to me in a natural sense. Does that make sense? I have now become my own God to do whatever it is that I have a natural desire to do whenever I want to do it. Did that make sense? I hope it did. So, 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 so when you say identifying your flesh, well, you, you, we've kind of identified it. You have a lot of natural desires that God has given you. you they're there. They're natural. You have these natural desires, like eating, right? You have a natural desire to eat, right? You have a natural desire to sleep. You have a natural desire to do so many things pertaining to the earth. You have natural desires to do so, right? You do. All right, so then when, the, when did the problem comes, when does the problem come? The problem comes is when you're seeking out those desires, right? You're seeking out those desires to accomplish them without God, right? Without God, right? Because, see, now when you bring God in it, when you bring God in it, right? And not that God ain't in it, but let's look at Adam and Eve at the garden, right? Because that's a picture you can look at. God had already told them not to eat of that tree. He said, don't eat of it, right? So, so when the serpent was there talking to them, it never said the serpent called them over there to the tree. It never did. But, but they were over there near the tree. They were so close to the tree that they could hear the serpent talking to them. They could hear. They could hear. And, 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 and they were so close to the tree that it, it didn't say they had to walk over to the tree to, to, to bring down the fruit. It didn't say that. It didn't. It didn't. They said she took and eat. She ate. She took. She ate. They say she walked over, grabbed, and no, she was close enough to the tree to take and eat. What does that say? That says that she was operating, (laughs) as we're going to say, as Galatians put it, she was operating in her flesh. She wasn't being led by God. God didn't lead her to that tree to take anything and eat of it. He told them not to eat of the tree. He told them. We ain't doing this. We're not doing this, right? But you can eat of these other trees as much as you want. He told them they could. So, so when he tells you you can do something, you can do it as much as you want to do it. He said when you get married, be fruitful and multiply. Fruitful and multiply as much as you, much as you want to do. Bam. As much as you want to. <laughs> much as you want to. Free to do it, right? Free to do it. He said, be angry and sin not. Be, you can be angry. Be angry and sin not. Now, think about that, though. Think about that. How many of us are going to be angry and then don't sin? So then, so then you got to think about it. You got to be like, because if I'm doing it with God and I'm, I'm angry, I'm, I'm righteously angry, and then God says, sin not, so then you like, well, why in the world am I angry if I can't do nothing about it when I'm angry? So I might as well not be angry, right? Might as well get angry and then get unangry. That's like like let it come and then let that thing pass. It just be like like you know what I mean, like an interstate car just driving. 
Ain't no stopping. Just just let that anger pass through. Just keep going. It's like, hey, anger, bye, anger. Anyways, I'm I'm sorry. I was I was being funny. But but so back to Adam and Eve. Back to the picture. They they at the tree that God never led them to. Right? They're there. They're already operating outside of God. Then notice some things that Adam or Eve. Adam didn't say, but Adam right there with Eve thinking, doing the same thing she's doing. She's seen some things that's going to do what? It's going to benefit her and not just her. It's benefit her physically. All right? So that's something else you can think about, right? When you think about identifying your flesh, when it comes to operating in your flesh, it's only benefiting you physically. It ain't helping you spiritually. And when you say spiritually, we were talking about this relationship that we've established with God. It ain't drawing you closer to this God. It ain't helping you get a better understanding of God and how God wants you to operate in him and with him, right? And it doesn't help you to see how he's operating through you. But this was a test, though. If they passed the test, then they, man, the sky's the limit to how they would have become closer to God and the things they would have recognized in God. But but they ain't what they did, right? They didn't choose that. But what she chose was this. She looked at that tree. She saw that fruit, and she was like, man, that look good. Man, that look good. Man, that look good. And, and, and she knew because God had already told her it was good for food, but she saw that. It, she, she looked at it, and she saw that it was said, and she saw that it was good for food. But she already knew that it was good for food. God said it was good for food. Thinking about what? Her own physical benefit, right? What we talked about earlier, but the, the lady that spoke, what she said? She said, my own personal satisfaction. Benefiting who? Her. And a lot of times, this is what we forget about. We forget that a lot of what benefits us may not benefit others. But this is the kicker, too. Sometimes things that don't benefit us benefit others. Notice, Jesus died on the cross. Him dying on the cross didn't help him. Took him through a whole lot of pain, though. But guess who it benefited? It benefited others. See, so, so, so it's like, like, like another, um, there's another dynamic. When you follow God, it may not necessarily benefit you physically, but it will benefit others. It will always benefit others, right? So, 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 so. Anyway, back to the flesh, man. Back to the flesh. She saw that it was pleasant to her eyes. She saw that it was good for food. Meaning, 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 it was satisfied. It satisfied her, her, her uh, eye test, what they call eye candy. It satisfied her physical test, the, 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 the physical body. It satisfied her physical body. Then the third thing, she saw that it would make her wise. It, it would make her into, so, so, so her own pride, it would make her into something that she coveted. What was, what was that? She didn't know she coveted this. Be like God. We all have a natural desire to be like God. Why? Because we were made in his image. You hear so many of these, I'm pretty much done, guys, but you hear so many religions that says you're God. You're the captain of your ship. And it's foolery. It's really foolery because everybody knows that they didn't put themselves here. I mean, you, and I, I like this analogy. I'm like, it just came straight out of heaven, too. It's like, dude, you still have to sleep. 
Really? You have to go to sleep like a little baby. You still got to get in your bed and go to sleep. What does that say? What does that say? You're in a state. You're in a vegetable state when you're sleeping. How you got? You don't know what's going on around you. You have no clue how things are functioning when you sleep. You sleep. And anybody and anything can do whatever they want to you. Why? Because you're in a vegetable state when you sleep. If you got, you don't have a vegetable state. You're always aware and alert. But anyway, anyways, but that's just a natural desire of us. We want to be, we want to be on a stage or on a platform where people are looking up at us as though we are something. And it may not be a high platform. And it may not be many people that we want looking up to us. But there's somebody we want looking up to us. And it ain't necessarily like they below us, but they are steaming us to be something, right, versus us relying on God to simply esteem us, right? It's a natural desire for us to be esteemed. It is. It is. That's God's, that's the straight attribute of God. He wants to be esteemed. That's why he said don't put another God before him. He's it. And we have that natural attribute within us to be esteemed, to be looked at. Hey, man, I'm this. I'm somebody. And, 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 and even, even in our negative, even in the negative or the reverse direction, I'm nobody. And we want somebody to just pity us. Oh, I'm just, I'm so nothing. And, and then if somebody were to start amening us and be like, you know what? You are nothing. You ain't, you ain't worth the plug nickel. Think that's what we're going to do. We're going to get angry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but it's, just, but it's the truth, though. So, I mean, you know, you ain't worth the plug, nickel. You know what you show? You pathetic. You pitiful. Ugh. Dude, our feelings going to get all hurt. We want to whoop the person at that. Now, after, you know, and you just said it. I just co-signed, which I'm just saying what you say. Now we mad. Now we angry. And now we want to do something to them to, 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 for, for our own personal satisfaction. Anyway. Nah, now they hate. <laughs> huh? What you say? Nah, now they hate. Right, 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 right. They hate on us. They hate. You just hate. You just mad because you ain't got what I got. You just said you were nothing. Anyways, guys, I'm done. I'm done. And, and uh, do a short recap. Short recap. Identifying your flesh. When you want to identify, you got to identify. Because if you don't identify, how are you gonna deal with it? So, so you identify it, right? It's something that you have natural desires to do, but you're doing them, you're operating, or you're trying to, you're setting out to gratify these desires without God. Because when you operate with God, then God may be saying, not right now. You, you can't have that. Don't do that. But, but I have a natural desire. No, not right now. No, why are you eating like that? Why are you looking at that? Why are you over there watching that? Why are you listening to that? Why are you thinking that? Right? God, God is over here saying all of these things, right? And, and, and the reason why he's saying it nine times out of ten is because it's not only going to benefit you, but with him operating in you like that, it's going to benefit others. So that leads me to the second thing, right? The second thing is when you're operating in your flesh, when you identify your flesh, it's only set out to benefit you physically. That's it. It's only set out to benefit you physically. And, and notice, 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 when you eat, that's just benefiting you, right? Of course it is. Of course it is. But it's also benefiting you in the sense that God is still using you to do things. So it's fasting, right? He puts food here for us to be 
energized, so is sleeping. It's all that all benefits us. But that goes back into what? It goes back into the time that God sets out for us to do it, and the quantity, right? It's a quantity. It's, it quantifies. He quantifies it, and He may do that directly to you, right? But sometimes we feel like, oh, man, I'm just I don't do it as much as I want to do it. And God ain't said that. I'm going to eat as much as I want to eat. I'm going to drink as much as I want to drink, right? All of this stuff. I'm going to seek all of this knowledge and get all of this knowledge to make myself look good. And God ain't never said for you to do He may want you to get some knowledge for a benefit that he wants used through you. But if you don't seek him out to get an understanding of that, of him, from him, in relation to you, then you're going to just keep doing what? Walking after your flesh versus walking after the spirit. Right, right. So, so, so I'm done. Really done now. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.